Welcome to Episode 9 of the LorainCounty.com Business Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Ed Skibben, and today we're talking with Rocky Campana, owner of Campana Insurance. Join us as we discuss emerging trends in employee benefits, the impact of the Affordable Care Act on small businesses, and innovative solutions to tackle high insurance costs. Rocky delves into how small employers can enhance their benefits package to attract and retain employees without significant expenses and explores specialized programs and strategies beyond medical insurance. Here is my conversation with Rocky Campana. Many local employers grapple with the challenge of attracting and retaining top talent. We all recognize that the health and wellness of employees is crucial to a company's success. So how can we offer attractive benefits packages while keeping costs in line? To shed light on this, we're joined by Rocky Campana, owner of Campana Insurance. Hi, Rocky. How are you doing? Doing great. How are you? I'm great. Given your experience in the local business community, what are some emerging trends in employee benefits that local business owners should be aware of? Wow. There's a lot. For smaller companies, a lot of the employers I will run across still have a plan from before Affordable Care Act, which it's grandfathered and there's certain rules that if you move away from that plan, you lose. However, when it comes to the dollars, because a lot of the business owners I'm talking to have very small profit margins and the cost of insurance keeps going up, many of the carriers in Ohio have come up with creative ways to medically underwrite. And if your group is in pretty good health, save you money. Since then, we have the chamber programs, which is through Anthem, Southern Ohio Chamber of Commerce through Cozy is Medical Mutuals Chamber and Akron Hasuma, where we can do health questionnaires, send it out. And a lot of times that's going to save a lot of money from the Affordable Care Act set rates for small employers. Now carriers are coming out with what's called level funding, where the employer can actually get money back if their claims are good. And we could also put different mechanisms inside to help drive the cost down. What are some of the different ways that small employers can expand their benefits packages to attract and retain employees for nominal costs, especially if they can't afford to pay for medical insurance? So I've had this a lot. There's been a lot of companies that were startup and they were started losing and not able to attract employees. So what we do is we do all the ancillary coverages. So employers will pay for the long-term disability. Two reasons. It's a nominal cost compared to medical insurance. It protects the employee if they go out for longer than six months and they're on a claim for multiple years. The small employers I have found feel obligated to help out with the paycheck for one of their employees. So that takes that liability off. So they're offering an employer paid LTD. We go in and then we offer a voluntary short-term disability and educate the employees. Then we could also put voluntary dental vision or accident whole life program. So we create a package. Some of these employers would give a stipend of maybe 50 bucks or a hundred bucks a month to the employee. And then they can pick and choose where they're going to put the dollars based on their family's needs. With the consistent rise in medical costs and insurance premiums, how has the industry adapted? What are the new plans and strategies to assist businesses? We have the level funded mechanisms where it's pretty much going to a TPA that these carriers have and building a plan. So it's not the fully insured that you get through Medical Mutual or Cigna, although they have level funded plans as well, but it gives a little bit more flexibility in the plan designs. Then we have offshoots of third-party administrators that are actually creating their own plans 
And some of them now, you don't even need to collect applications. It's a census underwriting, and then they may come in cheaper. So that's one way. You can have Teladoc services, and you can get claims fund back if it performs well. Then there's a lot more GAP-type programs that are coming out, which the GAP programs will pay for everything that your medical coverage will pay for. But say an employer has a $3,000 deductible, now they just got a 15% increase. From the insurance company, we can take that $3,000 deductible and move it up to $5,000 or $7,500. And then this GAP program will pay the difference between what they used to have and the high deductible. The only difference is the employee now has to give two cards when they go seek treatment. But as from a coverage perspective, they're going to have the same type of coverage, the same deductible they had last year. But in some of the renewals I just got, the employer will actually be saving 7% from what they were paying before their renewal by doing this tactic. Very interesting. So many employers are focused on medical, dental, and vision. Are there other programs that they could find that would be important or valuable? Yeah. And let me touch on the dental and vision first. Sure. Dental is such a creative program and a lot of brokers just send it out and get a quote and then they look at the price. But you can change how much the benefit is going to pay out of network, which is important now because a lot of the dentists that I talk to are no longer signing dental contracts. They get reimbursed too low, but they will accept everybody. I look at carriers that will give the employees the option to stay in network or to go out of network and get higher reimbursement. The short-term disability, which I touched on, has been my number one need that I talk to employers about because, and this goes for a whole life as well, employees, you like to think that they're going to call an insurance office and do research on their own. But a lot of the employees that I talk to, the only insurance protection that they ever have is through their employer. So if they don't understand their program and they don't understand what their protection is, they find out when they go out on claim and they may not be protected. So one thing employers can really do is do an education. I'd, I have so many clients that before I got in there, they talked to an 800 number. The broker never came in and explained the best way to use the coverage or what a disability program was. So that is where we tried to shine and educate. This is how you use it. This is who you call when it happens. This is why you need the coverage. So short-term disability, whole life has been popular since the pandemic because of the layoffs, because that's when a lot of my clients realized, oh, we offer a basic $20,000 policy for all of our employees, but it doesn't go with them if they're laid off or if they retire. So I have a carrier that we can walk in, minimum of five people, it's guaranteed issued, and they could purchase a whole life program regardless of their health, height, and weight, but it's theirs from that day forward for the rest of their life. They cover their spouse and they covered their children. So those have been the two main ones. Uh, identity protection has been very big recently. And I got three spamming text messages and emails yesterday. So I'm glad I have it for my office. And accident and critical illness has actually been very popular since all the deductibles are going up. Tell me a little bit more about campaign insurance. I see 20 years uh, yeah. in business. Uh, how do you differentiate yourself from other agencies? So I started out in a voluntary coverage line, uh, primarily to get cold call experience for a pharmaceutical job I had lined up. Then they called me and I enjoyed doing this. So I became an independent agent focusing on medical insurance and specializing in the work site and ancillary negotiation. And when I say ancillary, that's the dental vision, disability, voluntary life. When Affordable Care Act took effect, a lot of medical brokers lost a lot of compensation because of the way they restructured it. So 
for a few years after that, I actually was consulting with my quote unquote competitors to negotiate these contracts for their clients. And then we would go out and educate. Uh, moving forward, I still work with some brokers, but the biggest thing is service and making sure they understand. Because insurance, I understand some of the terminology, but I've heard other educational seminars where they're just throwing out all these insurance terms and the employees don't understand what is being said to them. So I try to break it down to a way everyone understands it. I give them best practices on how to use their medical insurance and different things that have worked for me. We also help with the claims processing and answering questions throughout the year. So it's not just they see us once a year. We have a lot of contact interaction with our clients. We also provide technology platforms to some of our clients where instead of doing five paper applications, they can go online, submit it, and then there's direct carrier fees to the companies. So it makes it easier. What type of companies do you work with? Manufacturing, retail, All restaurants? Them. Yeah. So I have a lot of self-employed individual that were looking for something. And then I have a lot of uh, retail, meat markets, manufacturing companies. And then I have government entities. And on the consulting side, I have 600, uh, 1,200, and a lot of 300 person companies that are multi-state across the country. So we figured out how to educate people no matter how many locations they're in, or if there's 15 offices with only three people in seven states, we figured out how to be able to educate and collect the applications. Well, Rocky, thank you so much for sharing your insights and expertise with us today. If anyone wants to learn more, please visit the Campana Insurance website at campanainsurance.com or follow the link in the show notes. Thanks, Rocky. Great. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the LorraineCounty.com Business Insights Podcast. We hope you found this conversation informative and that it provided some ideas that will help your business continue to grow. Please follow us on your favorite podcast platform to hear each episode where we shine a spotlight on local resources that will boost your business. And we want to hear from you. Email ed at LorraineCounty.com to share your feedback and topic ideas.